wherever you are here, the sound of my voice, may you lift your two hands to Jesus today and bless his holy name. Father, we thank you. We thank you for another powerful time in your presence. We yield ourselves to you today, Holy Spirit, and we ask that you breathe upon us afresh and that you breathe upon your word and let the minister grace to every hearer. Let no one be the same again. We thank you. We thank you as we start a new teaching series today. We ask God that you move our heart, that we resonate with your heart, that we may do your will in our lives this season. That your will be done on earth and in our lives, in our households, as it is done in heaven. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, we thank you for a quick walk, for reigniting our heart to do the will of God for this season. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. And everyone says, I believe in Amen. All right, I want to welcome everyone joining us from all of our centers, wherever you, you are in in-person gathering or online. I want to welcome you very, very special. Everyone joining us online, uh, I want to take distractions away from you and get ready to be blessed by the teaching and preaching of God's word today. Uh, in Jesus' precious name, we're starting a new series of teachings uh, that we have tagged Unashamed, Unashamed, Unashamed. That's the new teaching series that we're starting today, Unashamed. If you have anyone around you, I want you to help me tell them, say, I'm unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This new teaching series is to open up our hearts to the things that God is doing in our world today and for us to take our place, pledging, you know, our hearts to participate in what God is doing today. You know, I say it all the time that one of the greatest prayer that a believer can pray at any given point in time is to be able to pray the prayer that, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. Don't do it without me. Whatever you're doing in this season, whatever you're doing in our world today, whatever you're doing in my city, whatever you're doing in my nation, don't do it without me. Whatever you're doing in my industry, whatever you're doing in my family, don't do it without me. That prayer, you know, unlocks our heart to divine participation in all that God is doing in our world today. And if there's one thing that God is doing in our world today is that he wants to draw people closer to himself. He wants to draw more people to himself. God is always delighted in populating his family and depopulating hell, depopulating the kingdom of darkness. And whatever you do to participate in that simply endears you to God. It simply endears you to God. So I, I, I hope somebody is saying right now, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. Whatever you're doing in my nation, whatever you're doing in my city, don't do it without me. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And that's why I know that as you participate in this new teaching series, God is going to unlock a fresh passion in your heart for what he's doing in this season, for souls, uh, for him populating his family. And I pray that God will find you faithful in the precious name of Jesus. I've titled this uh, first teaching series. In this uh, series of teachings that we've called Unashamed, this is titled, It's Go Time. Can you hear me tell, tell, tell somebody around you, say, it's go time. Tell yourself, say, it's time for me to participate. It's go time. It's time for me to go and represent and be a part of what God is doing in our world today. It's go time. It's go time. And maybe I should start out, uh, today by challenging someone. You know, in the last 18 months or so, or close to a year now, I mean, two years now, our world has been ravaged by the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Now, many, there are many conspiracy theories and all kinds of things that have gone on as well. But one thing that we know is that there has been a pandemic in our world. Many people have died. All kinds of things have happened. Now, what would you do if you have a cure for COVID? What would you do if you have a cure for COVID? What would you do with it? Will you keep quiet about it? Will you just use it for you and your family members? Will you just circulate it among your friends? And in these days of social media and especially WhatsApp, I know that if you, if you get a cure for COVID, you probably want to send it all through your, your network, social media network. Everybody on your contact list on WhatsApp, you want to share it with them. That's if you're a good person. That's what you want to do if you're a good person. You know, if you, if you, if you got a cure for the pandemic or maybe even for cancer, or something that is deadly in our world today. The first thing that you want to do as a believer in Christ Jesus, or as somebody who just loves people, or who just wants to be good or nice, is to make sure that you spread it. Yeah. If you got a cure for COVID, if you got a cure for all the variants, or whether it's Delta or Alpha or whatever kind of variant, if you got a cure for it, what are you going to do? Who won't you share it with? I don't think we should ask the question who, uh, who you will share it with, but who won't you share it with? Because for some people, you share it with family, you share it with friends, you share it with colleagues, you share it with church members. Who won't you share it with? Somebody may even be thinking, well, maybe I won't share it with my enemy. That's not even good enough. Because what God encourages us to do through his word is that we, we, we should even love the people who hate us. Yeah. How precious would this be if you are able to share the cure for a pandemic. And one thing that you and I must have at the back of our mind is that sin is the biggest pandemic of all time. Sin is the biggest pandemic of all time. And how would you feel if you have something, if you have a solution to the problem of sin, just like if you have a solution to the problem of the pandemic, Will you share it or will you not share it? Romans 5 and verse 12 in the New King James Version. It says, therefore, just as through one man sin entered into the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. It's through one man. Through one man, I remember. I remember last year, February of last year, the index case of, of COVID. In my own city, in Lagos, Nigeria, the index case uh, was, was an expatriate who came in into the city. Every city of the world, the major cities have their index case. I remember in the days of Ebola, we also had an index case. A guy who came in from, from, from Liberia into our city. In whatever city of the world you are, every city had an index case. That's the person that brought the first trace of the virus into the city and in Romans chapter 5 here when you read verse 12 the Bible says therefore just as true one man sin entered into the world and that one man happened to be Adam yeah sin entered into the world he said in, in, in the same vein uh, uh, you know the, the gift of righteousness salvation also came into this world through one man the index case for righteousness happened to be Christ. The index case for peace with God. The index case for having a life with God. A life 
is above, uh, that is not under the influence of sin or unrighteousness. Because true sin comes sickness, it comes death, it comes lack of peace, uh, it, it, sin steals our joy. It's true sin that wars and all kinds of things come into our world. It's true sin that marriages are destroyed. When somebody uh, decides to just say, look, this is how I want to live my life. And it becomes eddy about it and just goes on and on and on. A relationship can crumble. Yeah, through a life of sin or a life of lawlessness and disobedience or business can crash. Sin, ladies and gentlemen, is the greatest pandemic, the biggest pandemic of all time. The symptoms uh, is decay and evil and sorrow. All kinds of things we see in our world today. Glory be to Jesus. And so it's important for you and I to understand that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is the cure for the biggest pandemic of all time. The gospel is the cure for the biggest pandemic of all time. Bible says in Romans 3 and verse 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I love the message translation of Romans 5 and verse 17. It said, if death got the upper hand through one man's wrongdoing, index case, one man's wrongdoing, death got the upper hand through one man's undoing. Can you imagine the breathtaking recovery uh, life makes, sovereign life in those who grasp with both hands the widely extravagant life gift. This grand setting everything, I mean, this, this, this grand setting everything right that the one man, Jesus Christ, provides. The gift that comes through Jesus Christ sets everything right. That's what the one man, Jesus Christ, provides for us. So if death comes through sin, through Adam, life comes through Jesus Christ, Life comes through Jesus Christ. And that's why John 3 and verse 16, the scripture says there, if we also read it from message translation, you know, we're used to King James, which says, for God so loved the world that gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Message translation have it this way. It said, this is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why, so that no one need be destroyed. By believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. That's what comes through Jesus. And that is the gospel. That is the gospel. So God didn't go through to all this trouble. The scripture says again there, uh, reading down to verse 17 and 18, God didn't go through all this trouble sending his son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help, to put the world Right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him has, uh, you know, has long since been under the death and uh, the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one of a kind son of God when introduced to him. The big question today is that are people getting that necessary introduction 
which is the introduction of the Son of God to them, the life giver to them. Are, they, are we spreading? Are we spreading the cure for this biggest pandemic of all times? Are we truly participating and saying, God, whatever you're doing in our world today, don't do it without me. As darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness the people, like the scripture says, the Bible says, but the Lord our God will give us light. But it is my responsibility and your responsibility to spread the light of God even in a dark world. And that is the gospel. That is the gospel. The fact that Jesus died, or he came, he died, and he resurrected. That is the gospel. And he paid the price, the ultimate sacrifice, to bring life to those who are in darkness, to bring life to those who have been held down, to bring light to those who, who don't know, you know, where to turn. That is the gospel. It's all paid for. And it's all for free. For all of us and for all who are in sin. Jesus' death, you know, do, uh, let, let me read this out to you. Jesus' death and resurrection provide an all-access card to eternal life and its benefit here on earth. That's what it does. That's what it does. The all-access card into eternal life. And it's not just about eternal life. Life here on earth. It's important to stress at this point. I don't know your understanding of Christ. But Jesus was not just a pastor or rabbi like the Jews called him. He was not just another religious leader. He was a Messiah. I mean, he is the Messiah. The Messiah. The Messiah. The Savior. He's the one with the cure for the biggest pandemic of all time. Look at what John said concerning him in John chapter 1. The gospel according to St. John chapter 1 and verse 29 in the New King James Version. The Bible says the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The Lamb of God who, who takes away the sins of the world. In the days where John made this statement, lambs were synonymous to sacrifice. Because without the shedding of the blood, there's no remission of sin. And through the blood of bulls and goats and lambs, uh, uh, the, the, there was remission for people's sins as they make atonement. And there's now going to be the ultimate sacrifice for the ultimate remission of the sins of the world. And it has to be the blood of the sinless Son of God. Literally speaking, God came to lay down his life for you and I. The price that we could not pay, what we hold that we could not pay, it came to pay the price to bail us out. And this is the key to the ultimate pandemic or the biggest pandemic ever, which is sin. Now that you know about it, what do you want to do with the information? Is it go time for you or is it still sitting down time? Are you ashamed of the gospel or are you going to spread this gospel? That's a big question that should be on the mind of all of us at this time. That's a big question. That's a big question. That's a big question. Glory be to Jesus. 
the angel saw the birth of Christ, and you know, you, you know what a chorus, according to Luke chapter 2, when you read verse 13 and 14, they recognize who has come into the world. The Bible says in verse 13 of Luke chapter 2, it said, and suddenly there was with the, the, the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill to all men. On earth, peace and goodwill to all men. That was what Jesus brought. We live in a time where people are living in despair. People are living in crisis. Uh, they, they're living in confusion. They don't even know what is next. How they're going to work out their lives. How they're going to work out their families. People are craving for solution. And you and I are the solution bearers in our world today. Especially if the prayer that you have in your heart, like where we started from, is God, whatever you're doing in our world today, don't do it without me. So the big question is, what kind of a Christian are you? Are you the kind of Christian that will fully open up to your calling, to instruction, or to what we call the great commandment, or the great commission? You know, in the scriptures, uh, the, our Christianity is, is hanging on like two legs, if you permit me. One is great commandment, and the other one is great commission. The great commandment, you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and yet you love your neighbor as yourself. Then the great commission, which is what I want to dwell on, which is what aligns with what we're discussing right now, Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20. Jesus said expressly, he said, uh, uh, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. That is the Great Commission. The Great Commission, ladies and gentlemen, is a commandment, not a suggestion. And every believer that wants to live out the Christ life, a truly devoted follower of Jesus Christ, a disciple is the one that takes instruction, that obeys the commandment of God, the Great Commission is not a great suggestion. It's a great commandment. It's a great commission. It's, it's an instruction, not a suggestion. And when Jesus said we should go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, what he was saying is uh, it, it, there, there, there's, there's something bigger than a pandemic. And the solution is in your hand. And I'm trusting you to be able to go forth and discharge your duty, your call, the calling of God upon your life to participate in what God is doing in your world today. What kind of a Christian am I? What kind of a Christian are you? Are you a Christian that is ashamed of the gospel? Are you a Christian uh, that does not mind disobeying one part of the gospel uh, uh, to, to, and, and playing religion as if it doesn't matter? Or are you the kind of Christian that want to fully obey the word of God, even obeying the Great Commission. You know, it's important for you and I to, to, to recognize one thing, and which is that there's a call of God on your life. And living a life of obedience to the commandments of God is how we fulfill the calling of God on our lives. Many people today will rather pay attention to their job. Yeah. You know, the, 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 your job is what you, you get paid for, but your calling is what you are made for. Can I say that one more time? 
Your job is what you get paid for, which is your vocation, but your calling is what you are made for. And we need to live a life that is balanced, where we are not over-focused on our job to the detriment of our calling. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a call of God upon your life to be a soul winner. There's a call of God upon your life. God called you out of darkness into his marvelous light and he has now uh, given you that same calling to bring more people out of darkness into his light. That's what we, we read in, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 when you read from verse 17, 18, 19, and 20. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, uh, uh, the, the new creation has come. I'm reading from NIV. If anyone is in Christ, he said the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. Can I say that one more time? The old has gone, the new is here. Can, can, you, let me tell you, can you tell yourself today and say the old me has gone, the new me is here. Let me read further. It says all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. He has called us into the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. What has he committed to us? The message of reconciliation. He says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his is appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. That's our message. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 17 down to 21 in the NIV. So there's a call of God upon my life. My job or my vocation is what I'm paid for. But my calling is what I'm made for. What are you doing this season about what you have been made for? What you have been created for? Part of what you are created for is to be a voice in this generation for Christ. Is to be a voice on social media for Jesus. Is to be a voice in your community for Jesus. Is to be a voice in your family for Jesus. Is to be a voice in your office for Jesus. And it's go time. It's time to go for it. It's not tomorrow. Don't say when things return back to normal. There's, there's hardly a normal time in our world again. And that's why God is counting on you and I to be out there, to be smart peace. It's go time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's go time. It's time to go out there in the, you know, virtually, physically, in any way, representing Christ. And showing forth the call of God that is upon your life. Maybe somebody needs to, you know, to, to, to hear this again. Let me read another scripture to you. 2 Timothy 1 and verse 9. 2 Timothy 1 and verse 9. What I'm saying is there's a call of God on your life. Say amen, everyone. Yeah, there's a call of God on your life. And God wants you to fulfill that call. And that's why it's go time. Don't postpone your calling till tomorrow because you don't postpone your vocation. But that's what you are paid for. What about what you are made for? You are made for this, ladies and gentlemen, and you cannot keep postponing the fulfillment of God's purpose and God's call upon your life. Second Timothy 1, I love the rendition here in, 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 in the NIV in verse 9. It says, he has saved us 
and calls us, called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. He called us for his own purpose. Not because of anything we have done, not because of works. It's by grace. And this grace has been released before the beginning of time. So for the call of God upon your life, you cannot claim not to be graced for it. Whatever God, God has called us for, he, he will grace us for it. So there's a grace upon your life to be the mouthpiece for Jesus on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on, you know, on whatever platform you belong, on TikTok. So rather than, you know, uh, posting all those funny messages just for entertainment, will you post something this season that will melt somebody's heart and bring them closer to Jesus because that's what you have been made for. That's what you have been made for. I know you're an artist. I know you're an actor. I know you're a doctor. I know you're a teacher. That is your vocation. And in the place of your vocation, God doesn't want you to just do things that you are paid for. Do things right there that you are made for. Fulfill purpose in your, your place of influence. Fulfill purpose in that hospital. Fulfill purpose in that school. Fulfill purpose, you know, in, in, in that you know, that, that technology company where you work, fulfill purpose there. There's something that you are made for. And it's on the mountain of your own influence where God has called you. That's where he's expecting you to fulfill purpose. There's a call of God upon your life. So winning is every Christian's calling and responsibility. And God is counting on you and I to live up to expectation. You are an ambassador of the kingdom. You are a minister in the kingdom of God. And in one way or the other, God wants you to live out that calling, to express, to give expression to that calling. Because the big question we should all ask ourselves today, if truly we are Christ's ambassadors, if truly there's a call of God upon our lives and we're striving to fulfill that call, how come, why is it, you know, that many people have still not heard about the good news? Why is it that the gospel as it's not as viral in the language that people will understand, in the places that people are, in, you know, in the most predominant places of visual effect and verbal effect, how come the gospel is not that predominant? And how come it's not coming in the language that people understand? Because, you know, you know the extent that some of us go when we need to sell our own product. Because I know I'm talking to many people today who are astute entrepreneurs. Some are aspiring entrepreneurs. Some of us sell stuff on social media. You know the extent you go to sell the things you sell on social media. What extent do you want to go to, to fulfill the call? What you are made for, not just what you are paid for. Because there's a way you can live your life that you are over-focused on what you are paid for to the detriment of what you are made for. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. Romans 10, 14 and 15. It says, how then shall they... Uh, call, how then shall they call on him in whom they have they have not believed? It says, how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are saints? As it is written, how beautiful is the feet of those who preach 
the gospel of peace and who bring glad tidings of good things. Romans 10, 14 and 15. How shall they hear except somebody, you know, speaks to them? And he said, how shall they uh, speak except their saints? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they uh, uh, how shall they preach except they are sent? And that's what I've been trying to talk to you about, that you are sent, you are called. You are sent, you are called to bring the gospel of peace, the cure, or, you know, to the biggest pandemic to everyone around you because you don't keep such. What are you doing uh, with your WhatsApp story or your Instagram story or, or what, 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 what is going viral from you from time to time? Is it just about that thing that you, are, you, you want to sell for money? Or is it about the good news of what God has done for people and they must be aware of it? They must be aware of it. They must be aware of it. If we don't give them, how will they take it? You know, like young people say on social media, if we don't give them, how will they take it? You know, when, when somebody uh, wears something that is so tight-fitting and all that and wants to show up their body, they say, if we don't give them, how will they take it? There's something better that you need to give. Yeah. There's something better that you need, and I'm speaking to young people right now. There's something better that you need to give. If you don't give them the gospel, how will they take it? If you don't leave out the gospel of peace, how will they know that, that peace reserved for them in God? It's not just about your beautiful shoes or your Gucci shoes or your, you know, or your designer clothing. If you don't give them, how will they take it? Give them Christ because they want that too. That, that, in fact, that's not just what they want. That's what they need. Uh, we keep giving people what they want when we have what they need and we need to give them what they need. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. It's time to give them what they need. So winning is not a, a, a silent or secret mission. It is an urgent rescue mission with very public action and result. That's what so winning is. It is urgent. It is not secret mission. It is an open mission. It is urgent and it's for public action. We all need to push ourselves into it. You know, you know, many Christians like to show off, like I said before. They talk about their, the nice stuff of life. They are never ashamed of showing off one thing or the other about themselves. Just, you know, are, are you, have you ever been ashamed of a new car when you buy a new car? Or ashamed of, uh, of, of, you know, when you go to a good school, you want to flaunt it? Yeah. When you work in a good place, you want to flaunt it. And I'm wondering how we come to the point where when it comes to Christ, the greatest thing that's happened in our life, uh, the greatest security that we have, you know, where we derive peace and joy from, we're keeping it away from people. Who can benefit from it? Yeah. Keeping it away from who can benefit from it. To the point that now, we don't even feel like it's a big deal again when people give their life to Christ. Christians who do not rejoice at the salvation of souls have become distracted from the art and work of God on earth. Can I say that one more time? I said Christians who do not rejoice at the salvation of souls have become distracted from, you know, from, from the heart and work of God on earth. They're cut off from the work of God on earth because the, the number one purpose for everything that God is doing in our world today is that souls may be saved. Is that souls may be saved. The Bible says in Luke 15 and verse 10, Likewise, I say to you, there's joy 
in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. There's joy over one sinner who repents. Yeah, there's joy over one sinner who repents. Our response to the, to the Great Commission uh, is that we must take up our commission and not live like we don't have, you know, any cure for what is going on around us. You know, we, we have to show that we have something to offer, something to offer, something to offer. That's why the Apostle Paul was saying in Romans 1 and verse 16, where we got a team for this old teaching series, uh, Romans 1, 16 and 17, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of, of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jews first and also the Gentiles. For in it is the righteousness of God, is the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. For it is written, the just shall live by faith. Said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. It is the cure to the biggest pandemic ever. How can we be ashamed of it? How can we be ashamed of it? If you can show off all the good things that God has done in your life, then you should not be ashamed of the ultimate source of all good things. The ultimate source of all good things. You know, if you, if, if you have ever had the privilege of driving a brand new car out of a dealership before, you want to get to your neighborhood early so that people will check you out and see your brand new car. When you have a brand new life in Jesus Christ, please don't hide your light. Don't hide your glory. The same way you, you want people to see the good things. You know, you just bought a new, a new designer bag. You just, you know, whatever it is, a new wristwatch. Or what, you, you don't hide it. You, you want people to see what you have invested in. You want people to see the goodness and the things that you have in your life. It's the same thing. If you truly know the value of your salvation, you flaunt it. You flaunt it. You don't get to work tomorrow or during the week. And you cannot speak up that you are a believer. You cannot stand for what is right. You cannot uh, introduce Christ to, you, you, you know, to, to your colleague at work. It's time for us to fully participate. It's go time. It's time for us to participate in what God is doing in our world today. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. So everything you do must have the objective of the salvation of souls and must count for eternity. You know, there are things in our world today that only have reward here on earth. You can work with the best company in the world. Yeah, some of the biggest, you know, uh, IT companies, creative companies, innovative companies. You, 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 you can be the biggest star in Hollywood or whatever other wood. You understand what I'm talking about? You can, you can be the biggest star ever. Except the mission of Christ is fulfilled through your vocation. You can only get a reward on earth. There will be no reward in heaven. You can spend all your time trying to get married. Marriage is recognized only on earth. There's no recognition of marriage in heaven. In heaven, there's no marriage or giving in marriage. There are certain things that are just meant for our happiness and joy and goodness only on earth. They serve only a singular purpose, earthly only. But there are certain things that have dual benefit. They give you peace, joy, and goodness on earth, and then you still get a reward in heaven. And one of such... One of such is so winning. That's why the Bible says in, uh, in the book of Daniel, I think Daniel 11, it, it said, they that, win, uh, uh, that, that bring many to righteousness shall shine like light forever. Yeah. 
shall continue to shine. For every soul that you win, there's a reward in heaven. It has dual appeal, dual benefit. People love you for being good to them here or not. You get the benefit of being able to disciple people and help them to become better. There's a kick that you also get in the fact that my life is counting for something here or not. And then when you get to heaven, there's a crown for soul winners. Yeah, there's a crown for soul winners. So everything you do must have uh, the objective of the salvation of souls and must count for eternity so that it's not just one-sided. Glory be to Jesus. As you go into this, this, this new week, I need you to understand that God is counting on you. God is counting on you. God is counting on you. Hear this. We must value souls as God values souls. Above all material things, earthly achievement, and personal ambition, we must value souls. We must value souls. It's go time. Heaven and hell are real destinations. Not just a figment of people's imagination. Real destinations. And the salvation of soul is a matter of life and death. Somebody who is around you is not saved. If they escape this world today, where are they going? You need to answer that question so you can help them answer it appropriately and put them on the right side. So we must approach our task with every sense of urgency, dedication, and, 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 and you know, and fervency. That we, we must approach our, our, our task like that. Let me just give you this action point for this week for everyone who wants to not just be hearers only, but doers of this world. Spend time this week to study the scripture about eternity, about heaven, and about hell. Yeah. Just go through the, the, the just, 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 just go through the scriptures. If you don't know how, Google it. <laughs> just find it. Scriptures about heaven and hell, and about eternity. Secondly, ask the Holy Spirit to ignite fire in your heart for souls. And we're going to, uh, I'm going to pray for you as I wrap up right now also. That the Holy Spirit will ignite a fire of passion for souls in your heart. That your heart will be moved again when you see someone living their life outside of divine guidance. Outside of the covering of God. When you see someone with a seared conscience that your heart will be moved again to reconcile them to the one who can heal their heart and separate them for his call over their lives. And thirdly, connect with a mission initiative in your local expression, online church, in every expression. We have a mission initiative running through this month. You need to connect with one. In whatever expression you are, in, what, in the online church, that digital platforms and digital things that we're doing this season to be able to reach somebody, uh, that conversation starters, tracks, and different things that you can pick up in physical locations, but also available online, on the website, and on the online church that you should engage with this season. God must find you faithful in his mission this season. It's go time, and you need to be able to say, Father, whatever you are doing in our world today, don't do it without me. I want to participate. And also, don't forget, there's what you are paid for and then there's what you are made for. Balance it out. Don't put all your focus on what you are paid for. Yeah, I know you have a target at work. I know you have a target in that business. But your life must not be about what brings profit and what you are paid for. Some things matter only here and now, but some of that things matter on earth and they still have value in eternity. Lift your two hands with me today. 
and just bless the name of Jesus and just ask him to give you a fresh passion for souls, a fresh heart for souls. And somebody has to uh, lift up your voice right now and say, Father, guide me this week to the people that I need to speak to. There's somebody I need to send an email, a WhatsApp message, or put a call through to, to be able to ask about their life, to, for their heart to open to the gospel. Say, Father, give me the grace, the passion uh, to be able to obey this word and not just be here as alone. Help me to be able to own it in my own life that it's good time. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Will you lift your voice right now and pray and pray as you pray and see the Holy Spirit touching your heart and opening up your heart to the things that he's doing right now and how he wants you to participate. He will open your eyes to see that opportunity to reach someone, that opportunity to talk to someone, that opportunity to guide someone this week, the opportunity to share your testimony so that somebody can learn in what God is doing. Lift your voice right now and just, just, just declare it. I pray that this week God will open the heart of men and women to you. Open the heart of children to you. He will guide you to the people that he has prepared for the gospel. And you will be found faithful. You will be found faithful. In the name of the Lord Jesus, somebody lift your voice right now and pray. Say, Father, find me faithful this week. Find me faithful this week. If you know you've lost your passion uh, for souls, lost your passion for sinners, lost your passion for the unsaved, the unchurched, I want you to pray today that God will renew that passion in your heart by spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, I open up my heart to you afresh. Renew the passion. Renew the passion. Let the things that taught the heart of God touch my heart. Let the things that taught the heart of God touch my heart. Give me passion afresh for souls. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lift your two hands to him and just bless him. Bless him, bless him, bless him. As you receive grace afresh today for passion, fresh passion for souls. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, let me say a prayer for everyone. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone who's been a part of this service. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus for everyone whose passion uh, has dried up for souls and for the things of the kingdom. Uh, we decree in the name of Jesus uh, that that passion is rekindled in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, for anyone uh, who, who may, uh, whose mind may have been shut to opportunities to align with you and advance your kingdom, we pray that this week you open their eyes, open their mind to every opportunity around them. In the name of the Lord Jesus, bless anyone who has been locked into the deceitfulness of riches. We receive a mighty deliverance today that our life will not only be about money or financial gain, but we will think about the things that touch your heart. We will participate in kingdom advancement. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we thank you for a redirection, grace for repentance, grace for renewal in the life of your son and daughters in the name of Jesus. As we serve you, as we walk in the path of your commandment, as we follow after and seek after righteousness this week, your word says all the things that the Gentiles seek for will be added unto us. So I decree this week that the heavens open over your sons and daughters as they pursue souls, pursue the enlargement of your kingdom. Father, we ask that you take care of their businesses, take care of their families, let the heavens open up over them consistently. The things that they're seeking for, let them be found without us, uh, without also in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let the heavens open over everyone and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name, we are prayed. And all who believe, shall they believe in amen? Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Put your hands together, celebrate Jesus, celebrate Jesus, celebrate Jesus. Do it, do it digitally, do it anyhow you, you know to do it if you're online. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. All right, before uh, we bring this, this service to a close, I love 
to be able to pray for anyone who may be saying, PG, I'm far away from God. While you are preaching, I know also that you're talking about me because even I need to retrace my steps back to God. Maybe you, you said a prayer before, but you backslid into sin and you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus, I mean. Or maybe you've never said a prayer before and you just you know, bump into this broadcast, maybe online. I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. And can I ask that you go into the chat room or the comment section and just write there, I want to give my life to Jesus or I'm rededicating my life to Jesus. And then you participate in this prayer uh, because God wants to start something new in your life. If you're watching on TV, I want you to engage uh, the WhatsApp platform or the email. Let us know you are making a decision for Jesus Christ today because God is starting something new in your life. Can I request that you put your right hand on your heart and say this prayer with me today if you're, if you're making this decision, either rededicating your life to Jesus or just giving your life to Jesus, accepting the gift of salvation today. I want to say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I ask for the forgiveness of my sin. I ask, Father, uh, that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I receive you today as my Lord and my personal Savior. Fill my heart with your spirit and give me a new beginning to, with you. I totally, completely dedicate my life to you, to love you, to serve you, and to live for you the remaining days of my life. So I ask that you guide me, lead me in the path of righteousness, and grant me grace consistently to keep knowing you and loving you the rest of my days. In Jesus' precious name, amen. If you just said a prayer with me, I want to say congratulations to you. Uh, God who began a good work in you, he will perfect it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now that you have confessed and received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to live in line with what you believe and keep working in line with the dictates of the Spirit of God in your life. Please look for a Bible-believing church around your neighborhood where you can participate in. And if you live in any city where Elevation Church is present, I want to invite you to be a part of our uh, any of our expressions, uh, uh, five expressions in the city of Lagos, one uh, in, in, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, one in the city of London, uh, and our online church that caters to everyone from all over the world. Uh, there's always a place for you to participate if you choose to be a part of the ministry of the Elevation Church. Again, thank you for the decision you have made. If you're online or on TV, please don't forget to let us know that you just made a decision. We have some materials we want to send to you uh, that we believe will be a blessing to you. They're downloaded downloadable materials that you'll be able to pick up online if you avail us of the opportunity to disciple you and help your spiritual development and God will bless you as you do so in Jesus precious name and can I hear a believing amen to that praise God praise God praise God also if it's your first time ever joining us at the Elevation Church on any of our services can I ask right now that you go into the chat room in the comments uh, uh, and if you're watching on TV let us know uh, through the WhatsApp number and email. Let us know it's my first time. All you need to write is just, it's my first time. We also have some, some gifts that we want to give you and we want uh, to, to connect with you more vitally if you avail us of the opportunity. Our uh, uh, ministers are available online in the online church and all of our pl other platforms. They would love to connect with you and send you some gifts and be able to, uh, to touch your life in one way or the other virtually if you avail us of the opportunity. Thank you very much for being a part of our service today. The Elevation Church exists to make greatness common. That's our mission. And if you continue to join us again and again online, we believe that greatness that is already inherent in you will start to manifest and evolve. 
and God will use you and make you a blessing to your world in Jesus' precious name. Thank you for joining us in our service today. Lastly, I, I love uh, to lead us as we give to God today. At the Elevation Church, we don't love to close our service with that worshiping God with our substance. So whatever you have with which you want to worship God today, whether it's an offering, a tithe, a special seed that you're sowing, the details are now being displayed on the screen. And I want to encourage you to engage any of the banking details that are on the screen uh, as you give electronically, if you're giving uh, internationally outside of, of our, our own crime here in Nigeria, I want you to use the, the electronic uh, gateway on our uh, on our website, elevationnigeria.org forward slash giving. You can use any of your cards to give there. There are also details on how you can do wire transfer in different currencies uh, to the right of the screen. You will be able to see that uh, if you uh, look out to Nigeria, you can use any of the three banks the details to wire and the details for ussd code are now being displayed on the screen let me say what a prayer with you father we thank you for everyone honoring your word and honoring uh your work today as the gift to you we ask everlasting father that you pour out your grace upon every giver honor every offering uh we receive grace upon every tithe let let them be acceptable in your sight as our worship to you and we ask that you open the heavens over every giver let your spirit fill us afresh, guiding us into the places of profiting, guiding us into the place of fulfillment of purpose and your calling upon our lives, and that the things that are difficult for other people may become easy because of your favor, your mercy, and your grace. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to give to you today, and we bless you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Uh, just before uh, we, we wrap up finally, I just have one or two announcements and notices for us. Um, like I announced earlier on, Unashamed, uh, so winning uh, uh, campaign is now on. So this month, uh, we will go out to win souls online using our social media platforms and physically by engaging people around, you know, around us with tracts and materials that will be made available in all of our expressions. So uh, I just want you to simply commit to our star witness task. So you get more information on this on our website. Uh, to, start, to be a star witness with us this month is uh, 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 to win a soul, one soul a week for the next three months. That's the task. One soul a week for the next three months. And the tools that you need to be able to get this done will be made available to you on our website and the different other uh, 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 tools that will be released and talks that will be released in the course of the month. I want you to stay with us and God will use you this month to be a restorer of a broken bridge, bridge of human lives in the precious name of Jesus. I also want you to know, second notice that uh, uh, the family life counseling is now available much more than ever before at the Elevation Church. We have uh, family life counselors who have been trained and certified as professional family life counselors and therapists who have just recently uh, been satisfied at the Elevation Church. So if you have issues in marriage, relationship, parenting, and other family-related matters, uh, please feel free uh, to, to get in touch with us, You know, know knowing that we're just a click away. Uh, so please don't do life alone. Simply go to elevationng.org for slash counseling, and someone will reach out to you as you drop your details. Uh, also, our connect groups are growing every day and people are doing life together and fulfilling destiny together. So growing together uh, makes the journey worthwhile, like we say here at the Elevation Church. So join any of our small groups today by visiting connect group 
www.elevationng.org uh, and you'll be able to join any of our connect groups today. Also, if you uh, just join us on any of our platform, but you are not participating fully in the online church, especially if you are outside of the climb where we have uh, our physical presence, we want you to join the online church. Onlinechurch.elevationng.org is a place to be. Uh, subscribe. Uh, you'll be have an opportunity of people praying for you, of getting counsel, of getting pastoral care, and being able to uh, become a bona fide member of the Elevation Church online if you join our online church beyond just watching on social media platforms. And lastly, if you're on YouTube, I want to encourage you to go right there on YouTube and like this podcast because when you do that, YouTube will be able to recommend it to other people to watch and by that, inadvertently, you are already preaching the gospel. And I pray that God will use you this week to be a blessing to everyone around you as you bring the cure to the ultimate pandemic, which is sin to everyone around you. Thank you for being a part of today's service. I look forward to seeing you again very soon. Uh, God bless you and have a tremendous week ahead in Jesus' name. Bye for now. What a great time it has been in God's presence today. If you would like to share your thoughts and experiences from the service, please subscribe to our social media channels and online at Tech to receive prompt updates about our activities and events. Would you like a more interactive Sunday service experience or are you joining our online service for the first time? We say a big welcome. Please join us on Zoom for a deeper experience of God's presence via the link now displayed. There's great content for your kids aged nine years and younger on our YouTube channel at Elevation NG. Simply type seeds in the search bar and click the link to start your service. Also, see details of services on Zoom for preteens and teenagers displayed on your screen. You can give your offering and tithe via a secure online portal. Please click on the link to give. Our online church operates a small group system where members can connect and engage to foster spiritual maturity, to serve and thrive physically. To join a virtual small group, please send an email to smallgroups at elevationng.org. Please visit our online resource center, elevationng.org forward slash resources to see a full catalog of messages from various teaching series, books by lead pastor, MP3s, as well as various branded items. Do share your testimonies via email to testimonies at elevationng.org. We would love to hear about what God is doing in your life. Please remember to visit our website at elevationng.org to know more about us and for information about our events and services. God bless you and have a blessed week ahead.